Off the Tips podcast, we're back again for the the, the weekly pod, and what a week of golf it was! Uh, a, a big week at Riviera, the return of the cat, and to join me to talk about it is, as always, AC. AC, how you going, mate? How was your weekend? I'm good, mate. I I must say, I'm I'm sweating up a storm in my room here. I've made the mistake of leaving the windows closed during my week at my day at work. Sorry, and Man, it's a tough scene in here. I'm, I'm struggling. I'm melting. But yeah, in terms of my weekend, it was good. It was pretty low key. Obviously, watched a lot of the golf. Uh, finished off the Netflix series, and yeah, I got out for golf on Sunday as well. So I feel like I got a bit in. What about you, mate? No, just been a pretty adminful filled uh, weekend. Just kind of getting the last of my stuff set up. I've um, I've nearly had a mental breakdown setting up a set of a, a flat pack set of drawers from IKEA. Back out on the golf course for the first time in a while. How are the scenes out there, and how'd you play? Yes, yeah, so I haven't played in over oh about two months, a bit less than two months, and oh, I was scratchy, man. It was so I think I, I scratched an eighty-two, so I probably was about five four over my handicap but it wasn't pretty but I felt like I I managed to find a score given how bad I had it so it's all right I it can only get better from there how was the short game fronting up I seen notoriously quite a good short game but obviously after you've um been off the tools for a while that that uh kind of starts to elude you how was it first six holes was shit and then it came right i Started kind of getting the weight right, and then it was all good. Yeah, so that's all right. Well, yeah, a, a fantastic week in the in the week of golf. John Rahm just ascends to the number one golfer in the world, and probably rightfully so, his third win this season. Uh, AC, what did you make of the golf at um, Riviera? I, I thought it was just superb. It was outstanding, and like I don't throw this around much, but today genuinely had a bit of a major feel about it, I thought. Two big guns going at it, um, Ram and Homer. Although there are a few kind of in the mix, it kind of seemed like those two were the the two that were going to take it out at some stage, and Ram obviously got the job done. <laughs> I caught quite a lot of the, the final round today, and it just looked like Max's driver eluded him and John Rahm just when you're slightly off he's a he's a hard man to catch they both didn't really have it today but none of them were lying down like they were not giving each other an inch as you'd expect just Rahm was too good in the end but man you just run out of good things to say about that guy like Rahm is just he was third tee to green this week 12th in putting and quite clearly for mine the number one player in the world right now and geez he just I just hope he peaks for a major at some stage this year because he's never really kind of done that it like he's obviously got one to his name but I feel like 
it seems like his runs have always sometimes been at the wrong time. Needs to get himself in the mix at a at a major again, and with the way he's playing, if if he turns up and has his best stuff, it it, it could be a playoff for second. But the return of the cat this week always a privilege to watch the the great man um roll the fairways. But what did you make of Tiger's kind of performance this week? Bit rusty, but can still play oh that was it was good it was great he i think he surprised everyone i think first and foremost he was just moving in terms of walking he was moving a lot freer he just looked more comfortable he was driving the ball beautifully which is not normally a strength of his game but he he was consistently hitting it past jt the first two rounds which is just that is so impressive in itself just to keep up with the young guys like that. And yeah, I think it's great signs today. I must say today he looked like he'd had enough. Um, obviously he's one of the, he's the most mentally tough player in the world, but he just looked, he just looked sapped of energy. And I think that is still the question mark, isn't it? Is yeah. Is it going to be able to, be well is he going to be able to turn up for four rounds because he yeah if we're being brutally honest he turned up for two this week the first and the and the third and do you th- what do you make of him well yeah i i thought just it was a damn sight um more promising than than what we saw last year even though he made two out of three cuts on, on virtually one leg on two two of the hardest golf courses uh, going around but it just looked it just looked so promising like just like you touched on the way he was moving I'm gonna be intrigued to see how how often he plays I think he's made it pretty clear that he's lining up the four majors which is obviously all he's kind of chasing but I want to know if he's gonna kind of is he gonna show at the players because you'd like to think he might get maybe maybe three or four more events on top of the majors, or is that is that asking a little bit too much of Tiger? Uh, I think we'll only see him in one more tour event this year. That's just a, it's a bit of a guess, but it's just a feel I have. I, I don't think we'll see him too much outside the majors. What do you think? I'd like him to play the players. That's just is that just too touch and go with how close it is to Augusta? Yeah, well, the way I think of it is, I'm pretty. The last time we saw him was the Open, which I think is about July, and basically, kind of nine months later, we see him here, and he's running out of gas round four. So I think I don't know. It seems like a quick turnaround. Rory this week, a little bit disappointing. Yes, very. He's he just doesn't have his A game at the moment. T twenty nine, was thirty eighth in driving, which is just so unlike him, and second to last in putting. So, yeah, he's just off at the moment, and hopefully, he can get it right. I think the putting's a little bit worrying. Uh, he's obviously that's been a big improvement in his game the last year or so, but. There's a couple of things, like he three-putted from six foot when I saw it, and I was like, man, that's that's what you used to do. But And I'm just hoping, I'm just hoping it's a bit of an anom- anomaly, the first uh, few events, and it'll come good. 
Yeah, I'm I'm hoping he, he starts starts peaking around Augusta. I, I got on him today, so I'll be hoping he's he's peaking around then. Uh I think it'll be interesting this year. Just an interesting storyline to follow will be that battle for number one. Like the the rankings are always can be a bit of a farce, but we're gonna see I think we're gonna we might see a bit of chopping and changing from Ram, Rory and Scheffler. It's already happened this year. They've all, all had it once, but I think it could happen fairly regularly this year. Max Homo goes to number eight in the world this week, which I think's probably not a fair reflection on how well he's playing. I think he's a he's a top five player in the world at the moment, and he he kind of showed that this week. He just didn't have it on on Sunday, and but geez, it, you could see how much it that course means to him and how badly he wanted it. His first ever second place on the PGA Tour. Yeah, well, that interview, like, you hate seeing someone emotional, but you also love it. Like, call me sappy, but, like, and, yeah, I'm happy to cop heat for it, but that's that's what Liv will never have, his interview today. Like, he was pretty emotional. He's just pocketed two million bucks, but, you know, He's a guy who plays for his legacy. You know, he can put his name along on trophies next to Tiger, Jack, Arnold Palmer, and, like, that's why you want to watch sportsmen play, and I, I'm such a fan of it. Uh, it's quite – it's a bit deep of me, but, you know, I just <laughs> no, – I like I, players that play because they want to be the best in their sport, not for a paycheck. Yeah, it's, it's good to see – you know, and, and you you see it pretty regularly, guys. Guys hurting when they when they don't get the job done. It's it should it should sting. I agree he, with you. It's he put the lights out this week, first in the field, and which is kind of another one way of him to do it. He hasn't normally been a really strong putter, so man, it's great. It's great signs. What's your take on? Aim point putting. I I think it's terrible to watch. Like if that's if that's your agenda to do it, I I'm not I'm a bit indifferent about it, but I I don't it slows play down and to be fair, I don't understand it a hell of a lot. I've never really got fully into and I don't really want to either, but I just feel yeah, from a viewer's perspective, not a huge fan. What about you? Have you got any strong takes on it? I was in the same camp as you, but I was out on the ground at the the Australasian tour this week, and I I hung hung around the back of a few greens and followed a few groups, and there were a couple of people doing it, and I didn't actually think it slowed down play much at all. I think it was it was quite methodical, and in Max Homer's case, like he was a fairly ordinary putter, and then he kind of he he found aim point, and now he's one of the best on tour. I'm more partial to aim point putting than I am to arm lock putting. Well, I haven't seen it in uh, practice really, to be honest. So I couldn't, I guess I'm just, I'm guessing it slows down play, but it's interesting to hear that view as well. I guess we, we bang on about it. Next step for Max is, is the majors. He's I think he's played in 13 of them and had one top 20, but there's just no reason with the game he has that, that trend's not gonna. That trend's gonna stop, and he's gonna start putting his name in the mix. 
yeah, and I, I just think the time is now. You, you see a lot of guys hit hit form for kind of two to three year periods, and he's right in the in the peak. I think if he doesn't pinch one kind of within the next couple of years, it it might it might slip him by. So he needs to kind of make sure he goes out and does it. And I know everyone's talking about LACC. He has the course record there. That's an obvious one that he'll be circling in California where he wins for fun and I got on it. I got on today, so here's hoping. Nice. Also, you've got off to a fly with the punts. So, uh, obviously on oh, mate. huge hole. But uh yeah, obviously you collected with a top ten on Jay Day and a and a top ten on Max Homer, so that's pretty good shooting. Uh, you would have been yeah. kicking yourself if Max Homer won though. Yeah, I, I would have been, but I was riding, riding him as I always am. But t- <laughs> kind of tough scenes for you on the punt front at the moment. Like had that collect on on Rory, and it's kind of been like, yeah, haven't really been sniffing them. No, I've been way off the mark. It's not good. I think I just keep changing my strategy. I need to. I need to think about it. I. I actually no. Sorry, I'm overthinking it. I don't need to think about it. I need to actually just, just start punting with the gut a bit, I think. Yeah, it'll um, just take I, one to one to hurt. Yeah, I I'm not expecting your role to continue. So I No, no. I feel like that ship's gonna sink at some point. We need to start discussing uh what the punishment's gonna be for the loser at the end of the year. I've got a suggestion. Okay, hit me with it. It's a pretty bold suggestion. While I'm well clear, I don't know how I'm going to feel about it when I <laughs> when I get pegged back in the latter parts of the year. But I reckon you have to you have to go out and buy head to toe live merch and go play as a single in a in a random group and um and not refer to the live merch once and. I reckon that'd be pretty good. <laughs> that is one of that's my one of my worst nightmares. That's actually a that's a good punishment though. I don't mind that. This, yeah. What would actually sting the most is actually having to pay for live merch. <laughs> yeah, to wear it once. Oh, we could auction it off. Yeah. No, I like that. Hey, um, I was pretty pumped about Willie Z this week. Fourth for him, and he looked great, which is awesome because. He's proven that I guess he's healthy given that given the occasion this week, such a big tournament on tour and a great golf course. So that's that's awesome signs. Yeah, sixty four today looked superb. I'm starting to worry about Spieth. I know last week I said he I wasn't, but it's just he just hits the ejector button way too much. You're right. He Must does. cut from this week. It's oh, it's tough to watch. It just feels like he's about to drive off the road at any time when he's playing at the moment. <laughs> I don't really know. Yeah, like I like we've said before, it's just it's, he's so hard to get a gauge on. We seem to be mentioning this guy every week, but another gun performance from Jason Day. I won't bang on about his performance like we have the last few weeks, but that result today finds him inside the top fifty in the world. So at at this stage, he's. Got a ticket booked to Augusta, if he, and if he keeps his form up, he'll be climbing even higher. So it'll be great to see him back 
Yeah, you could. He's back. He he's back in a big way. We've talked about it. Uh, what about the course, mate? Talk me. Do, are you a big fan of Riviera? I don't know if I'd say I'm a big fan. I enjoy watching golf there. I it's one of the better venues on the circuit. There's just some, some holes that don't really do it for me. What What about you? I'm a big fan, but I I hate the way number four was set up this week. It was horrible. It was, it's basically, I guess, to if you don't know the hole, it's it's two forty yards, par three. But apparently, apparently, Kikuya basically makes the ball like it digs. So whenever I was watching it, what was happening is blokes had like a they had a five wood long iron. And that either if it landed short, it would just dig, and it wouldn't wouldn't reach the green. So you couldn't really roll it up to the green. And if it landed on the green, the green was sloped um, back to front, so it was just rolling off the back. So I think thirteen percent hit the green and rig this week. So it was just it was just horrible. It was like watching a drivable par four almost, and it just became a chipping contest. It wasn't much fun. I think the thing for me was. If it landed a meter on versus five meters on, it'd be the, in the, it'd end up in the same spot, which to me is just stupid. Like that's not how a golf hole should play. But I saw that Smiley Kaufman tweeted and said that he thinks like he was on ground, said if it was like 40, meter, 40 yards forward and they were hitting like a seven iron, that would be a really good golf hole. So I'm not really begrudging the golf hole. Just I, the setup was just, it just wasn't fun to watch. But apart from yeah. that, I really enjoyed the week. Just a couple more things I want to get your thoughts on before I before we we move on. But on Saturday, when Ram hit one TIO and got relief, what are your thoughts on on that? Uh, I I didn't really I didn't really catch that one. Talk me through it. Well, he's just teed one up, and there's like a members area on the right, and he's. And he's just blowing one straight, like so far right, but it's gone into this like members area. Um, but because it's not out of bounds, he got got relief virtually without even finding his ball, and had a shot on onto the green, um, which I'm not a massive fan of. And social media were up in arms about it as well. They just think these pros get get let off lightly and I tend to I tend to agree if you hit your ball that far offline like you should be penalized he won by two shots like could have been a massive factor in the well it was a massive factor in the mm. in the end result of the tournament yeah I don't know what the workaround is maybe they have like a drop zone which is in the shit for anyone that goes in like that area I don't know I I tend to agree that they get let off. I, but I just I don't think there's an easy solution to it when they're not playing the course that you have. Like, you, they're not playing the course the members are playing, obviously, because there's grandstands around. But then you, he got that bounce off the grandstand and made eagle as well. So he he had yeah. a bit of luck with that stuff. And But, yeah, to, to win tournaments, you've got to have some stuff go your way. And, like, it's not... It's not his fault. So, I want to hear. I want to hear your take on the what? It, 
What are your thoughts on Tyrrell and his moaning about setups? Um, so he walks off 10 today and just calls it a shithole and then walks off 11 and says, this place is fucking shit. <laughs> Pretty entertaining. I quite like it. Yeah. I, I know. I, I don't mind it, but he did that at Augusta, which is like, come on, mate. Like, you're the only person that thinks this is a shit golf course. But, mm. yeah, he just gets on – he just gets on – rant tangents doesn't he and yeah it, it's pretty entertaining pretty harmless but yeah i, I don't I really just mind think it, if, uh, like i i just think if he wants to go to the next level like you've got homer and ram up the top there like it's clearly you know it's clearly playable the best the best players in the world are on top of the leaderboard like just deal with it like i feel like i don't know i feel like it from an outside looking in i feel like it holds him back because he moaned about Augusta, moaned about Southern Hills. JT wins at Southern Hills and Scheffler wins at Augusta. Like, it's not like it's a lottery. The best players are winning there. I don't know if it's holding him back, but it is probably something that he, he needs to address. I don't know whether it's his caddy keeps him in line or a coach, but, like, yeah, it's it kind of looks like when he starts playing bad, he is looking for something to blame, which is not a great trait to have. Yeah, but equally, I will say he's so entertaining, and I I love watching him play and hearing him talk shit. But I just do find it interesting how often it's something else's fault and not his. What is, Keith Mitchell in the in the mix this week? Uh, I don't have exactly where he finished. I think it was third or fourth. Uh, but what do you think of his visor? I reckon I reckon those massive visors are just so tacky. Oh, I don't know. I'm probably pretty conservative on the fashion front, to be fair, but I, I'm not a fan at all. I don't see he, – he definitely doesn't pull it off. What do you reckon? No, I, I am not a visor advocate at the best of times, but the big one is is especially bad. It kind of looks like the the bill of a goose or a duck. <laughs> Yeah, the screaming white one, eh? I'm not yeah. not sold on it. What do you think of that new um, oh, 16 today? To be fair, it's a great golf hole with those sycamore trees. It looks cool. But Rams hit one all over the flag, and they had that predictable on thing. I think it's a terrible initiative that CBS have. I hate it. Do you have a take on it? No, not really. I, I don't hate it but i i just think that yeah they're probably trying to trying one too many things no i just think you know there's that suspense when someone hits a shot and like as a viewer you're kind of going off their reaction what they're saying if they're leaning and then but you can just see where it's going to go on that bloody graphic i just think it's i just think it adds absolutely nothing we'll, we'll move over to the DP World Tour, the, the Thailand Classic, Dorby and Orson. Gets it done as second win in, in a long time. Had a bit of a controversial last few years, but I don't know if you caught much of the Singapore Classic, but or the Thailand Classic, but obviously been on Ryder Cups before with the with guys leaving, Thomas Peters rumoured or all but confirmed to go. Uh, do you think he's a, a smoky to be on that 
Ryder Cup team this year or probably not? Uh, I think I don't think he's quite there. But potentially, who knows? I Bob McIntyre was about 60th this week. I don't know where his game's at at the moment. He's someone I kind of thought would be right in the mix given that he won at the same venue last year. I, But he's been really disappointing. Maybe it's because he's just Scottish and struggling in the Asian heat that I've had to start the year, but I don't know. Would you have Thorborn in your in your side? Oh, probably not, no. But I think been, he's been there and done it, so that could play into his favour, kind of coming into form. And who knows what what's going to be the state of play come mm. the Ryder Cup. Yeah, that's a big loss uh, for the Ryder Cup team potentially with Thomas Peters leaving to live. He is confirmed, I think, until it's done. But I do you think Ryder Cup players should be able to play? Oh, sorry, live players should be able to play the Ryder Cup? I don't think so. I just think, Why not? I just think they, they knew what they were getting themselves into by leaving. They, they, I can't imagine it's going to be that good for team morale if they are. If they are allowed to play, I think there's going to be an obvious divide in in the teams, and I just think that you made the choice to go over there. You knew you were sacrificing things like this. Like Henrik Stenson's gone and had the Ryder Cup captaincy taken off him. So what what's going to happen if they are allowed to play and Henrik's like, oh, well, I could have been the captain, but no, I just. I'm I'm firmly I really don't like the live golf live golf and what it's doing to golf in general and I just think that these guys made a decision. What do you think? I think they should. I disagree with you. I how do I say I, I'm not a fan of live. I can't stand it. But I think if a cap like they're not gonna make it by automatic qualifying, but if a captain wants to pick them, thinks they're not gonna upset the team. I can't see why they can't. The only thing is, I think, like someone like Thomas Peters, especially, who's kind of gone over quite late. But I think, I do think the live players make it harder for them to pick them because it's just, there's not, it's not as good a form line. You know, you're playing against 48 players. Half of them are just, it's their retirement package. So, like, it makes it hard for the captains to pick them because they don't really. There's not much to gauge. It's hard to know how well they're actually playing on that tour, just given the strength of field. But I think, I just think they, sh- D- someone like DJ should be able to get picked in a Ryder Cup. I think if the majors are standing above it, I think the Ryder Cup can too. Will the majors stand above it long term though? They are this year. I just, I just don't. Yeah, I just don't think it's good for the game if they're gonna be going to be playing because like what's to say if, if you can play in the majors and you can play in Ryder Cup like, why can't you just play a PGA Tour event like where where does the the buck kind of stop mm. that's just it's just one man's opinion though yeah well that's another way of looking at it. I think it it won't be effective for Europe anyway because really Thomas Peters is probably the one I can think of but they they needed a refresh. They, I like, I 
don't see the merit in them picking Poulter and Garcia, etc. Anyway, they need they need to blood some young people. So yeah, I think it'll work in their favour anyway. But I I don't know. I just I don't know why I feel that way, but I do. Like I I just think it'd be good to see them there. T fifty one for Hillier this week. Probably just kind of middle of the road sort of performance, but at least he's made a cut off of the back of that miss one in Singapore. So hopefully he can just a bit of momentum going through the season from that. Yeah, absolutely. I I think we're kind of ready for him to start scaring some top twenties. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Especially especially in this next stretch of DP World Tour events. I think I think it'll be a perfect opportunity for him to kind of step up and, and get in the, in the mix. A big a win for Lydia this week on the on the LET tour in Saudi. Uh, I didn't catch any of this, but by all accounts, just same old, just flushed it and got the job done. So great to see her kind of carrying her form. She had a new caddy on the bag. So first win, married. So the honeymoon continues for Lydia. Yeah, third one in her last four starts. So, oh, I, God, I hope she can knock off a few majors this year and maybe even have a Ram type kind of year where she just goes on a tear. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm really excited to, to watch her play at the big events this year. I. I think she probably knows that, well, she's kind of counting down the days until she sails off into the sunset. Only probably five, we probably only going to see five or so more years of Lydia. So I think just rip and tear. She's just such a special. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll move on to our, our playoff holes, uh, kicking off with teeing off. Basie, you got anything for me? Yes, uh, I was walking back from work today, and there was just a boy racer. You don't you <laughs> don't see them much these days, but I just like no one thinks you're cool for revving your car. Just just burn it off. You're going eighty in a fifty k zone. Like yeah, I sound like a a grandpa, but just it's just some like childish behavior you see some blokes and they look like they're in their like early 30s and you just like pull your head in yeah oh but mate those guys are everywhere i'm telling you (laughs) (laughs) they they are it's yeah that's a good one actually i geez i haven't heard the term boy racer used for a while but (laughs) I feel like it was rife 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Cars getting impounded left, right, and center. Um, I'm tearing off um, on how hard this may be. This could be a personal issue, but just how hard it is to set up like flat pack furniture. I had a big order from IKEA because I've been running a, a room with just a bed in it for the last kind of four weeks. And I was like, right, it's about time you get some furniture in here. So I did a big order and just 
got home early from work about four o'clock and we we got onto the pod about eight o'clock and I'm just not even finished. Uh, just so much to do. I don't know if it's just I'm terrible at it, but oh, it is so frustrating and it's not like the instructions are super easy to follow. Oh, I haven't. I I must say I don't have that much experience with them, but you just hear people moaning about them all the time, and I know for a fact uh, I'm no good practically wise. So I would just battle to. It would just be my worst nightmare, actually. I've set up these drawers, and I didn't. This is probably pretty concerning. Um, I still had. I was like, oh yeah, I'm done. I still had heaps of um like screws and stuff left over. So. <laughs> I've obviously not put them all in, but they seem to be going all right. Oh, good to hear, mate. Glad you're starting to uh, kind of get your get your room together. Yeah, just just need a. I think I just need a screen. Just need a TV in here, and we'll be we'll be we'll be laughing. I don't have a tough scene this week, but do you have one? Yeah, I, mine's pretty mundane this week compared to last week's, uh, <laughs> but just. I skied two drivers properly yesterday, like like ones that almost had a bull mark on the top. They, they've they only gone like 60 metres because I'm trying to tear it up quite high so that I normally tear it up high anyway, but I'm trying to tear it up even higher so that it encouraged me to drop the club in the inside and kind of hit up on them, but it just wasn't working the two times I tried. It, they, were, they were like ones that you could run and catch. Like they, they were proper bad. Oh, no yes. sky marks though, luckily, um, which I'm glad about because that's just so village having those on top of your driver. <laughs> I've not even hit a drive in the last three weeks, so I'll probably be joining you on that front when I finally get out onto the course. I'm, I'm glad you're back out on actual on an actual golf course, getting after it. It's it's great to hear. <laughs> yeah, I. I it was good. It was good fun. I enjoyed being back in the mix and just kind of talking a bit of smack with the boys. We played a match. Uh, we lost, but it was, yeah, that that golf was fun. Sunday Arvo, just with your mates. That's what golf's all about. Absolutely. And first live event coming up this week. Uh, we're going to have a bonus episode Later in the week, a, l- a little bit of fun before the, the first live event, so make sure you you tune in for that. Just a few listener takes. Uh, oh, do we? Okay. So we've got one from Matt, and when I say Matt, I mean Monty. <laughs> so Tiger wins a tour event before the age of 50. Cal, I think he's 47 now. Yep, I think, he, I think he's got another one in him, yeah. I saw enough this week. I'm saying no. I just think let's say say that he's got three seasons, fifteen oh fifteen to twenty events. Uh I'm gonna go no. Okay, we've got another one here. Uh this is from Trav. Take on golfers wearing shirts three sizes too small to show off their mahi in the gym. You won't catch me <laughs> in a in a shirt that's hugging the rig, but mate, if you've got if you've got pipes and you want to flaunt them, go for it. I 
I don't see the practicality in a in a schmedium, but <laughs> Monty loves a schmedium as well. Monty, Monty is of the belief that uh, it's easy to swing when they're a bit tighter, which I, is the opposite for me. I hate it when they're clingy. I'd love I to find... know. I'd love to know why how he why he thinks that. Just. <laughs> But yeah, this comment is alluding to our mate Dill. Who had, it was a very tight shirt he was wearing yesterday. But <laughs> yeah, and good nick though. So <laughs> yes, he does. He has a top class rook. Uh, you hate to say it, but it's true. Yeah, he's been the the butt of quite a quite a few jokes on the pod. But yeah, I'm hoping for a better performance for him. Him at the Hillary. I've said it before, but I'll I'll say it again. I need I need him to step up. Yeah, that's fair how, enough. Is, how do you hit them on, on the weekend? He, he's unlocked his chipping, mate, and which is good to hear as a blue side skipper. I actually thought, apart from the driver, his game was in pretty good nick. Good. He's trending, which is what yeah. I like to hear. Well, mate, cheers for, cheers for coming on again. And I know it's late over there. And thanks to everyone for for tuning in this week and yeah like i said before keep a keep a keen eye on your on your platforms because we got we got something special coming later in the week and we we're gonna and our course nutty series is, is is back shortly too so enjoy your weeks and and i'll i see i'll catch you next week cheers cal <laughs>